Hello, welcome, people out there in the big wide world. Hello, uh, we are the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzlesome podcast that poses the question: What is the most elaborate, unlikely, and contrived location imaginable for an escape room? We have been posing that question for two years, and we still have not found the answer. So we're here again to give it another go. My name is John. I am your host this evening, and I am drinking a taste the difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, London Porter. And sadly, can you? No. No. Oh. It's it's fine. It's a porter, and I'm happy that it's a porter. It does everything that a porter should do, but it's not very different. It's not very unique. But hey ho, at least it's there. And locked in with me this week, we have. Hi, I'm Chris, and I am drinking a Coke Zero. Ooh, sexy, adventurous as always. I'm Katie and I'm drinking, oh, what is this? It's lemon drizzle gin and tonic. Oh, whoa. yum. That sounds amazing. I can imagine the label, but I can't remember the make. But it's... Oh, is, it that, is it that Sipsmith stuff? Yes, that's the one. I very nearly ended up being the voice of the swan in the Sipsmith ad. Oh, I was down you. to the last two to be that swan and they went with the other guy. That sounds like probably one of your most prestigious... Misses. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're on Coke Zero, my dear. <laughs> Advert so far, I was trying to I was trying to take a piss out of you, but it just failed. Uh yes, well nothing nothing screws over a piss take or jive quite as much as cocky up the pronunciation. <laughs> the same prestigious. I haven't learned how to English yet. I'm only thirty five. I like the idea though, John, that you were down to the last two and then you were like, Sip Smith, Jin, it's very nice. Not as good as a good porter though. And they were like, Yeah, sorry, we're gonna have to go with the other guy. <laughs> How are we all? Are we well? We're all right. Hello, I'm Mike. I've, I've compared John's, forgotten forgotten who's in the recording. Hi, I'm Mike. And I've had a really, really busy week at work. So I'm already a bit drunk because it's Friday. I've decided to get more drunk by cracking open a delicious Brewdog Elvis juice, uh, which is a yummy grapefruit-infused IPA. It's one of my favourite beers. And it comes in at a beefy 6.5%. So I'm not desperately sharp right now but by the end of this recording oh, all of the corners will be gone i'll be an amorphous blob of uselessness are you gonna be in merry pixie mode i will be that, that's got to be on a linkedin profile somewhere hasn't it amorphous blob of uselessness <laughs> now on the recording i was revealing the fact that i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. um apparently semen can act as invisible ink Wow. Oh, yes. Wow. I think I, that, that, was, that was an episode of No Such Thing as Fish, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yes. Oh, yes, because there's a sort of special you light. Can, you can, you can view it, it with a, with a uh, black light, obviously. I'm not going to let my husband know that, otherwise I'm going to get strange messages left on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. I like the idea that they would be like, oh, man, if only we could drop this man into Russia with a secret pen. Wait a minute. He comes with a built-in secret pen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why there's more male spies. Maybe that's why, yeah. And that's why James Bond is a, was a boy. That okay. is the only good argument for James Bond having to be a man. Yeah. Like because that is a, that is a biological invisible ink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if he needs to use that, there is no other way. You must have a penis to be a secret agent. <laughs> so that's it. Because that's how the secret codes get get communicated. Oh. Uh. That's, that's gone from entertaining to bleak quite quickly, isn't it? 
Why don't we throw in a happy story? Why don't we throw in the happy story of John stopping drafts in his house? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Um, Shall I start okay. it, John? <laughs> Uh, no, I'll start it. Okay, so I was on the internet, uh, <laughs> which is where most bad things begin. Um, anyway, so I have a very old house with a very mm-hmm. old front door, which I didn't want to replace because it's still kind of fine. But this very old front door, I think was party to a murder at some point, maybe, <laughs> because of the amount of holes and dings and what I think are axe marks in it. Anyway, that part doesn't matter. Those had all been filled in, but it was still a very, very uneven fit in the door frame. And that means that when you close it, lots of drafty, drafty cold air um, comes in and makes your house cold when you're paying to heat it. So you must draft seal it, you say. But how to do it when it has such an uneven seal? You can't just get one piece of draft sealer and go all the way around because it won't fucking work. So I turned to the internet. (laughs) What did the internet tell me to do? The internet told me, and this man told me this as if he really knew what he was doing, that what you should do is take some silicon squirt it all the way around the the rebate for the door. So that's the the part of the frame that the door closes onto. Smother the door, as in the bit Mm -hmm. where it's going to meet that rebate, in washing up liquid, and then close the door for several days. The idea here is that the silicon sticks to the rebate in the door mm. frame in the shape that it has to, but does not stick to the door because the washing up liquid acts as a release agent. <laughs> and I can tell you, after several days of leaving that thing shut, <laughs> that it does not. It does not at all. Wait, did you um, actually do this? I did this. I, I got a video of it. It was wonderful. I got, I got John very smugly telling me that he was going to basically fix his door to the front of his house using the stuff you used to stick the bath to the fucking wall. Oh, John turning it into a solid piece and then i was like john surely it's going to stick no no michael I'm assured by the internet the wisdom of that this is going to go absolutely great and he sent me a video of, now it's time for the opening of the door and he turns the lock and he gives it a pull and then you hear a nice quiet shit um, <laughs> and it was the glorious. highlight of my week okay so um i think i think john john will John will agree that for the benefit of our patrons, that will appear in the feed as well, yeah? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, could we? But I think that would ruin it because I was imagining you as a swan that whole time in that story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually want to see what happened. John, I, like I have... the imagination. <laughs> I have done some truly dumb things in my life. But? But <laughs> I think nothing has topped that. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> the, the night is young maybe if you've still got a, like a link to that uh, that page though john we can put it up on um on the episode notes just for anybody else who wants to turn the front of their house into a solid lump <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure i can find it on the upside and, and i feel i should make this clear the drafts were gone <laughs> <laughs> but could you use the door anymore yeah um so in the end i had to so i tried to pull it open i then tried to sort of sort of chip away at the silicon from the other side of the door, which led to the spectacle for my neighbours of me trying to bash in my own front door <laughs> and failing. Uh, and then I ended up uh, taking a craft knife to it and cutting all the way around mm-hmm. the silicon to get the door to open and then hacking it off of the door. Nearly, amazingly, uh, ripping apart the hinge side of the door which decided that it was stuck particularly fast and began to crack and splinter as I opened it. So yeah, it was quite the uh, disaster. 
Um, this is why you don't take advice off people on the internet. The, he was so sure. He's like, I've done this a hundred times. This is how it works. This is what you do. <laughs> this is the kind of silicon you need. Job done. Can you do me a favour? Can you also send the video to that guy? Because I feel like he should get the laugh he worked so hard for. What is the infinite escape room, you may be wondering? Well, let me tell you. After a swig, it is an escape room. But unlike most escape rooms, this one stretches across all themes, dimensions, and retail parks, and everything in between. Because every room in the infinite escape room links seamlessly into the next one in one big, grand, never-ending escape experience adventure. Every week, one person, and it's me this week, hosts a room from the Infinite Escape Room, and the rest of the team try and solve it. If they run out of time, bad things happen. And if they break anything, they lose their deposit. Deposit. We need a deposit. What's the deposit? What's the deposit? Hmm. It has about what's left of your front door. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> this is going to keep coming up. Yes. You could have my copy of Oi Frog if we lose our deposit. Ooh. That could be our deposit. Oh, <laughs> that is... <laughs> That is heavy yeah. stuff. I mean, that thing was going to go up on Sotheby's soon. But, uh, okay. Uh, Katie's copy of Oi Frog, Get Off the Log, which is, let me tell you, a children's classic. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In that case, let us enter the infinite escape room. Last week, on escaping the fortune teller's tent, leaving the shrieking harpy behind you, the team leapt into a chute and dived towards an uncertain future, hurtling through this presumably circular tube. And if you continue to hurtle for long enough, you sort of stop hurtling, you're just cruising after a certain point. So the team can take a moment to look out of the chute window at the view, catch up on a bit of reading, have a little nap, that sort of thing. The chute, meanwhile, is subtly changing shape. It's gone from a smooth, roundy thing to a more square box thing, the sort of square boxy thing that was once used to throw laundry down. A light appears at the end of the chute, and you are, like so much laundry, flung out of it and past a man. You only see him for a moment. He looks old, bored, and he is smoking a cigarette. He starts to say, welcome to the infinite escape room. But you are traveling too fast to hear anymore, so you crash through a door that swings shut behind you and leave him behind it. You then hear the man say, guess you'll pay after then. Your time starts now. What did he say, sorry? I guess you'll pay later then. Your time starts now, I think. Yeah, that's the bit I missed. You are now in a locked room. The walls are covered in faded brown wallpaper. On your left, a window has been printed onto the wallpaper, complete with windowsill, glass, and a pixelated image of a 1920s street scene beyond it. On the right-hand side... The wall is pretty blank, uh, but at the top of the wall there's an LCD screen uh, with a timer on it. And that timer is currently set to 60 minutes. And as you look at the LCD screen, the timer ticks down to 59.59 and counting. So as for the rest of the room, on the right below the LCD screen, there is a desk on the floor. Well, the floor is blank except for a large rug covering the middle. There's a coat stand to your left side. And at the far end of the room, there is a door. What would you like to do? We're in a generic escape room. Can I go and try and open the door, please? You want to try and open the door? The one at the end of the room? Yeah. I just want to make sure there's no shenanigans. You can open the door. Yes. As you push it, the door swings open, revealing a very shiny room. You hear a heavy sigh from the man outside the end door that you enter through. There's some hurried typing, and then a message appears on the LCD screen. The message says, that's locked. It's meant to be locked. Close it. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> He's not the boss of us. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is like, this is a really bad escape room. Is this some, I don't, I can't try to work out if I've broken the escape room and John's trying to rewrite it, or if I've broken the escape room, but in the narrative of the escape room. Well, feel free to spend 29 minutes figuring that one out. <laughs> I think this is a really bad escape room because that opening that John described, I've been in at least three times in different rooms. Yeah, okay. Like that's yeah. that's your generic walk up to an escape room and they're like, oh, it's the time travel one or oh, it's the hidden lab one. Yeah, fair enough. So should we go back in and then lock the door? No, bullshit to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's in the shiny room? So uh, in the shiny room, there, well, it's a windowless room. Again, the, by mm. shiny, I mean the entire room, floor to ceiling, walls included, is covered in tinfoil. There is a white IKEA cupboard on the right-hand side, a large whiteboard in front of you, and there is a device attached to the wall on your left. Katie? Um, should we look in the cupboard? You can look in the cupboard. You open up the cupboard and find there are several spacesuits hanging in there on wire hangers. Oh my God, let's put them on. Uh, they're the old uh, sort of orange type of spacesuit. They seem to have been made from old-fashioned diving suits and have been resprayed in the right colours that look a bit like spacesuits. Can I put one on? You can. There's a pocket on one arm. Also inside the cupboard is a bottle of Dettol and some blue cleaning roll. <laughs> oh, because we're in COVID. Because we're in COVID and they've got to clean the props. <laughs> Wait, if you've done your job. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. The guy's obviously not locked. <laughs> he didn't lock the room, so he might be not paying due care and diligence. I think Chris has already got COVID. Can Katie and I decontaminate our suits before we put them on? <laughs> uh, you're, you're welcome to. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. There's more heavy sighing from outside, and then the entrance door that you came through opens and the man reappears. He's quite big. He's quite old. He's quite bald. Mike in 20 years. And he's oh. smoking a fresh Mike cigarette. Now. <laughs> he's smoking a what? A fresh cigarette. Oh, lovely. He walks into the room that you're in, gently but firmly ushers you out of it, closes the door behind him, and then walks back out of the entrance door and locks that behind him. As he leaves, you hear under his breath, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do we still have the orange jumpsuit things? You're still wearing them. He didn't strip you. <laughs> good <laughs> yeah that would definitely be like one or two stars on TripAdvisor wouldn't it <laughs> two that's that's generous so we're back in the first room yes you're back in the first room lovely though Katie, Katie sorry Chris is wearing a uh, spacesuit. Uh, the, the other two you two are not uh, you mentioned there was a pocket on Chris's arm yes can we frisk Chris <laughs> uh, you can frisk Chris inside the pocket is a torch is it a black light torch? <laughs> well, try turning it on. Is that for that special secret ink? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Which, which John can never edit out now. <laughs> yeah, which I was going to edit out, but now it's going to be even harder. <laughs> Much like the secret pen. Hello! <laughs> um, yeah, can I, can I switch oh, on the, uh, the, the torch, please, and probably see it be a black light? Uh, there are no batteries in it. Motherfucker! Oh, it really is such a generic escape room. Oh, um, there is one in Milton Keynes that's exactly like this. Would you like to explore the rest of this room? Sure. Let's have a look under the rug. Right, uh, under the rug is a lot of dust, some coins, lint, a few cigarette butts, and a large trapdoor. Ooh. There is a keyhole and handle at one end of the trapdoor. Keyhole is a I... simple shaped one. It's kind of like a like a, you'd need for a gas meter or a bin or something like that. Can I try and open the trapdoor? Uh, you can't because you don't have the appropriate key. 
Uh, there's some more hurried typing from outside and the message appears on the LCD screen that just says, that's not part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of part of this one. Um, what about the desk? Should we look at the desk? Oh, the yeah. desk, you say? Ah, thank Christ. <laughs> right. Okay, so on it's an old-style writing desk. So by that, I mean it's got that sort of green leathery material on the top. Uh, it's got four drawers on the right-hand side, and there's a piece of paper on the top of the desk. What does it read, John? Uh, what does it I say? I'm actually going to, in the chat, because I would like you guys to read it. Lovely. Okay. Greetings. I, Dr. Mysterio, the world-famous time-travelling... I'm just going to say that you've put... ...have disappeared... <laughs> I have concealed myself somewhere in the time in time and space. Find me if you dare. One. I read exactly what you <laughs> Is is di- is disappeared spelled right? I thought I only had one S, but it could be right. Yeah, but I couldn't pronounce right. it another way, so I've just gone for that. I can never spell disappeared properly. Like Dis- Tuesday. Disappeared. You are correct in your suspicion, Chris. Disappeared is spelled wrong. We've got extra... So this, I mean, this might be just a generically badly misspelled... And I have actually been in a room before where there were spelling mistakes in the brief. (laughs) If anything, this room feels like it's a a hit list of every single sin ever committed in an escape room with props not reset properly. Um, Chris has caught COVID off an unwashed prop (laughs) and um, badly typed things. Um, hmm. You hear some uh, uh, hawking coughing from outside. Oh god, he has got COVID. Oh god. On the on the positive side, I had a COVID test only yesterday and it came back negative. Oh, so that means you definitely can't catch it today. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. 100 <laughs> percent Um, so oh, oh, of course, there's a coat stand. Okay. I'm not even gonna break down the steps for this. Can I please go to the coat stand? I'm gonna assume there's gonna be a coat on it. Can I put the coat on and then rifle through the pockets? Because that's what you do. There's no coat time. on it. Motherfucker! Where's my bear? There are some hats. There's a trilby, a bowler hat, and a space helmet. Oh. <gasps> Can I take the space helmet, please? Okay. Uh, what are you doing with it? Is there anything inside it? There is a small key inside it. Oh! Is the key big enough to fit in the trap door? No, it's a normal key. Were there any um, locks on the desk drawers? Okay, so do you want to look through the desk drawers? I was just wondering if there were locks on them, but... So they all have keyholes on them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I try this small key in those There's four drawers. Yeah, can I just try in each one until one of them opens? So the first drawer opens just anyway when you pull it. Cool. Do you want to carry on or look inside? I would like carry to. on and open them all first. Oh. Okay, the second drawer is locked, but the key you have in your hand successfully unlocks it. Cool. Uh, the third drawer is stuck, and the fourth drawer, the handle has been ripped off. <laughs> so what's in the first and second drawers then? Okay, so the first drawer, there is a dog-eared folder, and it is marked in a red uh, stamped writing, completed cases. Inside, there are three laminated bits of A4 paper. Each one of them has a cartoon mugshot of a criminal along with some details. And what's in drawer number two? In drawer number two, there is a small, old-fashioned wooden box. Is there anything in the box? Uh, So the box won't open. A slot has been roughly cut into one side of it, and there is the unmistakable form of an iPhone 3 
plastered on the inside with the screen pointing out at you. Uh, the screen has enter password on it, followed by several blank space. And it drops from 4 to 3% mm. as you look at it, and the screen dims significantly. <laughs> turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> Can I try, like, unsticking draw three? Like, is there a way to reach round or, you know... <laughs> To reach round. <laughs> Let me tell you how a desk works, Chris. Inside, inside, inside the desk. Hey, the old reach round has gotten Chris out of a lot of sticky situations. <laughs> and gotten him into some other sticky situations. Oh, dear. And that's why he's no longer employed by MI5. <laughs> Are you pulling very hard on the third draw handle? Yeah, go on, give it a, give it a go. Give it a good, strong tug. Big old yank. What was your deposit again? It was oi frog. Good. Maybe, oi maybe frog. a very rapid yank. Okay, uh, the handle rips off, making it much like door four. Hmm. Sorry, draw four. Oh. There was a heavy sigh from outside the room. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, how are we doing for time? Well, the timer on the wall, the LCD screen says 47 and 52. In the first draw, there were mug hmm. shots. Should we have a look at those, all of that stuff in there? Sure, you can. Let's have a little closer look at them. Okay, so there's three sheets of A4 paper. The first one is a picture of a stylish film noir villain with a beret in one hand and a trilby in the other. His name is given as Johnny Two Tongues. His age is 34 and the year is 1942. The second one is an unsubtle ripoff of the alien from Alien named Alien. <laughs> its age is listed as one and the year is listed as 2116. And the third one is of a balding knight in full medieval armour. His name is Sir Baldric Snatchalot. His age is 29 and the year is 1215. Cool. So we got a bunch of numbers there because we have an iPhone that needs a four-digit password. Should we try some of those years? Yeah. Yeah, we could brute force it, couldn't we? So, yeah, can we go to the iPhone in the little okay. wooden box and try 1942? You can. It buzzes. Nothing happens. And 2116? It buzzes, nothing happens. And 12.15. It buzzes and then turns off. <laughs> oh, bugger. Does it run out of power? There's a sigh from outside and the man returns. He has a charger in his hand. <laughs> he plugs one end of it into a nearby socket. Oh, God. On the other end. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he plugs the other end into the underside of the box. Does, does our audience know that you happen to... Uh, work in an escape room? Uh, probably. I've mentioned it a few times. I do. It's not this one. It's not this one. Is this one. the quality experience you normally deliver? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> you should hear some of the stuff that I've screwed up. <laughs> Two days after Have this you... episode went live, John lost his job mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> mm. As he leaves the room, uh, having plugged the charger in, the man says, give it a minute, <laughs> and then walks out. Okay, so we've got to wait a minute. Oh, well, let's, um, let's at least power it back on so it can go through its, like, power on thing. While we yeah. do other things. As you push the button, though, the little red battery empty charging sign flashes. You'll need to give it a minute. Oh, we'll give okay. it a minute and be fine. Good. What else have we got in the room to look at? I've... We've not looked at the window. Yeah, uh, the window with the bad wallpaper. So the window is wallpaper. <laughs> the, end. the window is drawn on wallpaper. Right, there's nothing. There is, yeah, there is no actual window. What about the other hats? Can we have a look at the other hats? Uh, there was a trilby and there was a bowler hat. Uh, there's nothing in them. Katie, which you would you wear like? them if you like? Yeah. Hmm? I'll take the what space hat. You, you want the space hat. Head. Katie, what hat would you like? I'm going to go bowler hat. More coughing from outside the room. 
<laughs> I won't wear a hat because I've just realised I'll get COVID. But <laughs> isn't he a heavy smoker? Wasn't he smoking cigarettes? He was. Yeah. There's a vaccine coming in a few months. Hmm? It'll be fine. Uh, you hear a ping. Look up at the LCD screen. And the time remaining seems to have been reduced by half an hour. Oh, God. The clock now says 14 minutes and 20 seconds. And a message that reads, Get on with it! <laughs> <laughs> is that like? Is this guy trying to get us to finish the room before he passes on? <laughs> can, you, can you just put the hats on and see if something happens? I, well, I know what will happen okay. if I put a hat on. I'll start coughing in two weeks' time and then I'll die. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I, I put on the trilby. It's the hat I wanted anyway. Actually, no, fuck it. Do we still have the Dettol? Oh, uh, no, the Dettol's locked in the other room. Oh. Yes. Okay, oh the iPhone pings. <gasps> Back online. Um, okay. We, we hadn't tried 12.15 yet in the iPhone, had we? Oh, no, we you did. You try 12.15, it buzzes and does nothing. Can you try 34.129? It buzzes and does nothing. Okay. Hmm. Is there anything written on the iPhone? Is there anything on the box at all? What the, the wooden box? Where are you? What are you doing? What are you? Uh, what was I, I'd, I'd just like to examine the box, please, and see if there's anything of note. On the on underside of the box, there is the words "I'm getting old." All the years add up. Uh, so oh. I know what it is. It's five two seven three. Okay, you press five two seven three. The iPhone pings, vibrates briefly, and then the box unlocks. Shit, Kate, that is quick and smart. It was going to be my next thing. I was going to say, let's add the dates together. So I'd already done it. <laughs> Very good, very good. And you have another small key. You hear from the other room some pretty serious hawking coughing. <laughs> and then nothing. Oh, yeah, he's probably dead. Um, you see a new message appearing on the LCD screen, and I'm going to put that message in the chat as well. There it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Okay. And it continues. So like, scrolling. Oh, oh, oh. For, for the listeners, it reads at JKGH, 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 JKGH. I could just keep on doing this for the rest of the 15 minutes. <laughs> it's that. There's an F in there somewhere. Oh, is there? Sorry. I, I, oh, Very nice. Okay. Beautifully pronounced. Cool. So he's the guy running the escape room was died. And left us to our own devices. You can fine. smell smoke. Oh, not it'll, that one in Poland as well. It'll be fine. Um. Oh. Right. So we got a wee key. Yeah. But what's a, the, does it look like? Door, the little triangle key. The door leading back out is that locked? It is. Fuck. <laughs> well, it has a say, small keyhole in it. Oh. Can I try using this key we got in that? It doesn't door? work. Ah. Does it work on the trapdoor? No, completely the wrong kind of key. You'd need a like a utility key kind of thing for that. Does it work on the door that the guy locked to get mm. into the next room? It does. Hey. Having gotten the appropriate small key, you are back into the shiny room that you were in earlier. Yay. The smell of smoke is growing greater. Mm-mm-mm. Um, can we check the IKEA cabinets, please? Uh, well, yep, the spacesuits are still in there. There's two of them because you're wearing one. <laughs> uh, can we clean them and hand them out to? Uh... You can. You're you're wearing spacesuits. Well, you're wearing old-fashioned diving suits repainted as spacesuits. Yeah, yeah. These will keep us safe from fire. Lovely, lovely. Because that's how that works. Do they have any breathing apparatus connected to them? Could could we use them to escape from smoke? 
Possibly. They do seem to have functioning respirators on them. So, uh, yes, they seem to be giving you some air. That's handy. What else is in the room? The, I've forgotten. The smell of smoke is growing stronger. Oh, my God. Sorry, Katie, Katie you, you asked if there's anything else in the room? Yeah, what's in the room? I've forgotten. There is a device on the left-hand wall. The device! Let's go to the device! To the device! Just as you get to it, there is a loud bang from outside, the LCD screen, and all of the remaining lights turn off. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <gasps> the torch! There is now which we have no battery. No lights. No. <laughs> What's the device? It's quite difficult to make it out now. There's no light in the room, but there is a faint glow coming from the underside of the entrance door that you came through. It's sort of orange and flickering. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and also, just to the right of that door, there is a faint glow in a rectangular shape around a small part of the wall. Can we peer through that? You can't peer through it. Can't see anything through it except a bit of the orange light coming through. But there does seem to be a sort of spy holey thing next to it. What happens if we look through the spy holey thing? It's not a spy hole in the sense of that you'd have on your apartment, but it seems to be a you know something optical. Hmm. Is it like it's looking in at us, or is it something we can look back out? Neither. It's just a hole. Is it a glory hole, John? I think. Oh God. <laughs> Is it an Invisible Ink production? Katie, you sounded so disappointed in it. As if, as if there's many times before we've talked about this. And you've said no. Not again. No, you're not not again. another glory hole. Is it hole. a glory hole? Ah, no, it's not a glory hole. And you don't seem to be able to interact with it in any way. Interact well, with that, it. Well, that answers my next question. <laughs> Can I interact with the hole, please? Totally unrelated uh, question. How big is it? About the size of uh, 50p. Oh, there were coins. Okay. There were coins under the rug. But that's in the room we were in before. Can, if I try and like peek out, can I get into the other room? Sorry, what, what do you mean? The door we just came through into this room. Yes. Can I open the door and go back into the other room? Yeah, yeah. So to be clear, the uh, little sort of hatch with the orange light around it and the spy hole thingy next to it, they are next to the entrance door for the room that you came in initially. Ah, brilliant. So the first door that you came to, they're right next to that. Okay, great. So can we um, look under the rug and grab the coins? Uh, yep. And can we, I guess, stick one in the little hole that's like <laughs> the size of a 50 pence piece? The 50p one, yeah. Y you can. There's now a coin stuck in the hole. <laughs> Right, okay. Solve another mystery, um, folks. <laughs> so this hatch, can I move the hatch, open the hatch, do anything to the hatch? If you sort of try and grab it and move it around, you can feel a bit of movement in it. It definitely moves, but it won't move for you. Is there a key on it or a lock? Sorry. Nope. Um, the device, did we get an actual look at the device or is this it? Sorry. Uh, you're going to have to kind of feel it. Okay, let's yeah, feel fondle it. the device. Okay, Chris is fondling the device. Um, so the first thing that happens is you cut your finger um, because it seems to have been covered with circuit boards that have been stuck onto it. It's in roughly the shape of a sewing machine. And as you sort of fondle around it, you can feel a button on the top of it. Oh, let's press the button. So you press the button and it's one of those rubber membrane buttons. So there's kind of a button below the button uh, and the rubber membrane depresses, but doesn't actually contact anything. Uh, so uh, it, it won't, uh, um, it won't turn on. Button. Hmm. Futton. <laughs> it can't, when we go into the other room, is there any, is there any fire? Am I? Um, there's no fire in the room yet. There is now smoke pouring through the underside of the door. Okay. How are we doing for so time? It's, it's not looking great. You have five and a half minutes. Fuck. Fuck. Hmm. 
Uh, will the device come off the wall at all? It will. Oh, can I pull the device off the wall? Sure. Can I go bring it into the other room and kind of examine it by the underside of the door's firelight? You can. <laughs> so it turns out that it is the body of a sewing machine that has various PCBs strapped to it. There is some text on the side and it reads, Dr. Mysterio's Mysterious Time Travel Megizmo. <laughs> Inside the sort of, in the kind of middle of it, you can spy the unmistakable eye of a laser pen. Oh my god. Can we get the laser pen in some way? Um, you're going to have to sort of pull the thing apart. Let's smash this bitch up. Okay, like, wow. <laughs> um, pulling apart the uh, hat job sewing machine, uh, you now have in your hand a laser pen. Oh, the, the hole that we stuck the um, the coin in earlier. Yeah, yeah, take the coin out. Can we put the laser pen in and... and... Okay, so you uh, you can't get the coin out now. It's stuck. <sighs> You're going to need to find something to lever that out with. Hmm. So I need, like, something... I've got really small fingers. I could just keep prodding it until it falls out. Mm, not going to do uh, it. But... Uh, hammer it with the torch? Making it worse. Oh, no. <laughs> Since when have you got anything out by hammering it? Oh, stupid Elvis juice. You're not good for the brain. You said you were good for the brain. Less than four minutes. Um, are there any pens on the desk? Nope, nothing on the desk. Is there not something on the sewing machine we could use to get out? I'm afraid the very sort of sharp needles and things have been removed. Uh... Probably for safety reasons, then to be replaced with sharp bits of circuit board. Could we spray some Dettol in there to lubricate it? That's not... I mean, you, you can try. Oh, oh, God, I know. Okay, can I put my mouth over the hole and suck? <laughs> and try and suck the 50p out. <laughs> you were very on, conscious a minute ago, and now you're sucking 50p's out of the wall. Man, for sheer diehard ingenuity, I'll give you that fine. Uh, the 50p piece comes out. Okay, so out. now we put the laser pointer in and we press the, the light on the laser pointer. Wonderful. Uh, you shine the laser mouth. pointer into the hole. There is a click and the hatch pops open a little bit and then gets stuck. Can I wedge it the rest of the way? You Use can. There force? is a small key in it. Yay, key. What? Can I try opening the... Trapdoor. Uh, Trapdoor, yeah. No, it Too won't small. work on a trapdoor. Wrong uh, kind of key. Is there anything I can use on the, the desk with it? Does, does mm, it let me open the desk? No. No, there's no handles on the other two. Was, in the second room with all the tinfoil, was there... Mm -hmm. Anything else on the tinfoil walls that might indicate that there was a keyhole or a door there? Uh, no, there is a keyhole in the entrance door. Yeah, can I use it in the entrance door? So you turn it, and it seems to be the right key, but it's a bit stiff. Uh, I just can I, you know, put some good weight behind it and really turn. The key snaps into two. Oh so, no, not good weight. Are we going to die? Now that you've opened the hatch, you can see, uh, in line with the quality of the escape room, that there isn't actually a wall on the other side of it. You can see the burning flames through the opening and if you look through the hatch you can see the man uh, he sat on the other side of it uh, at a desk with his face on the keyboard surrounded by quite a large fire it looks like he was searching for something just before he died his pockets have been emptied onto the desk phone keys wallet cigarettes the works can Keys. we climb out and get to him uh you can't climb out you can fit your arm through there yeah can we can we grab his bunch of keys fondle his corpse <laughs> uh, you, you can fondle his corpse or perhaps Just grab, grab his the keys, keys, I think. Just grab the keys. With one minute remaining. We'll save fondling for uh, later. So you've got, you've got various keys there. Utility keys. Bound to have a utility key on there. Yep, there's a utility key on there. Perhaps for the gas meter or the bins, something like or that. Or a trapdoor. 
Can we use it for the trapdoor? You can. Opening the trapdoor reveals beneath it a deeper, damper darkness. You can hear the sound of a lot of rushing water. It's very close, maybe only a few feet below you, and moving very fast. We have diving what are you suits. Gonna do? We have diving suits. Or sploosh um, the fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're all you're all wearing diving suits. You've got 32 seconds left, yeah, guys. Oh, let's jump, go jump, in. Jump, jump, jump on in. I do. We'll jump. You all dive into the uh, deep with flames rising all around. You plunge into the darkness below to go you know not where. You have solved my puzzle. Congratulations. Well done. That was a great move. That was awesome. <laughs> so many bad escape room tropes oh my god well done everybody that was oh, good that was really oh. excellent work you fucked with me so badly you, you totally changed the order of everything i was really hoping that you were going to see the lock on the second door and then go hunting for the key even though you could just open the door but no no straight through <laughs> i've done this too many times yeah no fair enough fair enough <laughs> I have been wanting for a long time to do one about a terrible escape room. So I did. And I hope it was fun. It was. It was I really enjoyed good. it. It was great. I think, I think we've all been in that room where you rock in and there's the coat rack and there's the painted on window and the guy dies behind you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Classic. And then there's a large, a large fire. <laughs> I love a bit of peril. I did string you guys on along a little bit there with the whole 50p stuck in the whole thing but that was entirely of your own making you're such a bastard like oh you guys are gonna fail because mike stuck a coin in the wrong hole we've all learned a lesson in in life there haven't we if you see a hole don't stick a coin in it and also don't assume it's a glory <laughs> hole yeah, I was about to say, there was something else you were assuming that it was i mean there's 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 always shoddy maintenance katie <laughs> I can't help it. Be careful of oh, did you, do you just walk through life? Did you see some a hole in some plaster? You just go, glory <laughs> hole. Oh, not another glory Obviously. hole. God, they're everywhere <laughs> in this cellar. <laughs> that was a quick one. Um, I say quick, not in terms of the timer. Like the time you went right down to the Y, which is very gratifying because I had a strong suspicion that this was all going to be over very quickly. <laughs> but then do you guys do you guys always feel that way when you make a room that it's just going to be, they're going to get it instantly and it's all going to just... Yeah. Mine always so stupid. I'm like, oh, people are just going to get it straight away. But then I forget people's brains don't work stupid. That dog. That, that, yeah. that bloody sleeping dog. dog. The sleepy dog. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a good one, the sleepy dog. <laughs> and it was, it was just canine, wasn't it? You just it? had wasn't to say his the... name and pat him, I think. <laughs> it wasn't even that you said to say his name. He'd be like, hello, I'm awake. Now I'm a sleepy dog. And you were so pleased with yourself. <laughs> You put so, we wanked around with that fucking vending machine for so long, <laughs> and it was a red herring. And you were loving it. You were just sitting there eating that. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, need you guys want some of this shit? Eat this shit. <laughs> All you need to do is pet my dog and say K nine K nine. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, hanged on to the end there Hung? for that terror about a dog. That was a reference to an earlier episode. It was Escape Rick Amarillo Airport, where we played some silly buggers inside an airport, not for the last time. It's been a pleasure. If you enjoyed this sort of thing, you can subscribe to us on all of your favorite apps, feeds, the inevitable iTunes, or indeed at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us or get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. 
And if you enjoyed it, and we, we really hope you do enjoy it, otherwise there really is no other reason for us to do it. It's just sort of shouting into the void. Uh, anyway, if you did, uh, we'd be very much obliged <laughs> if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook or somewhere relevant, because we live in a world that is run by algorithms and it's the only way to get a bigger reach. And also, finally, we are on Patreon! who basically rule the world right now. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the infinite escape room, where you can listen to episodes a week early, have your name mentioned on the show, get unedited episodes, and won't that be interesting, and more besides. We love you all very much, and we will see you next time in the infinite escape room. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Toodle-bip. Bye. Bye. Bye.